At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans... Golf fans, or just fans, this is episode 17 of Get a Grip, and we're recording at Maxoma on May 17th. Tim, our producer, pointed that out. Are you feeling a little eerie today? It's a little, a little scary, man. What, what a talk about the worlds aligning, the planets aligning. Things could get a little <laughs> bit odd on this, uh, on this podcast that we continue not to have a whole lot of <laughs> substance to. Well, I, I need to, I need to start this out. I know that this year over the last couple of months, professionally for you, haven't gone the way you'd hoped. I mean, you, you play your first round of a players, it gets canceled. You know, you're in your first masters, it gets postponed. You have a practice run at Augusta national with buddies, you know, your caddy that gets canceled. You don't get to defend at the Wells Fargo when your first PGA Tour win a year ago. But let me just say, the PGA of America is trying to help you out. Announcing Quell Hollows getting the 2025 PGA Championship. I've heard rumors that if Harding Park doesn't work out in, in San Francisco and that area has been so affected by COVID-19 that Quell Hollow at least might be in the running if it's moved that way. I mean, all of these things have to be good news for you. I mean, just phenomenal news. What what every what everyone is just wishing for in the off season. That that's exactly what I was wishing for. I was hoping for an opportunity to play uh, the PGA Championship uh, at Quail Hollow in five years. Um, I was really, really, really hoping, you know, of course, to get out of one of my favorite cities, San Francisco, to possibly have a chance at playing Quail Hollow this year. Um, just truly a dream come true. What a Perfect. year this is turning out to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I know l- l- these are this is not what you wanted. This isn't where you where you were headed. But at least there's been golf news. I feel like that could impact you positively i mean you like the golf course i mean can't be a bad thing no it's great um obviously i really do hope that it stays in san francisco for obvious reasons Uh, that was the plan uh you would hope that we could you know that would mean that we're moving 
forward in a good way uh, with with health and all that. Um, but yeah, if, if there's going to be another course for it to be played at, that'd be great if it was at a place I've had uh, great memories at, especially because I wasn't going to get to play there this year. So um, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Um, but I guess we are kind of digging just for for some positives. <laughs> this is well, proof of it. Well, hey, hey, positive. This Sunday, as we record, obviously a day before you guys are listening. This Sunday, sports heavy. We get the final two of the last dance, which you and I will watch after the podcast, after we're done recording. But before that, we get golf on TV live. And I know you were practicing getting your game, hopefully a little sharper than our boy Dustin Johnson's. But you were out early. You came home. You you caught golf on about the seventh hole, you said. And onward you went and you jumped you took your golfer hat off, your media hat went on, and, and you jumped on Twitter and you tried to you you tried to, uh, tried to ingest all of the stuff. Yeah, no, I understand. You know what I loved the most about today was just golf Twitter being a thing again. You know, oh. complaining about the broadcast made me feel, you know, happy in a weird way. You know, people people going crazy about Bill Murray, confused at what he was doing. And then, you know, we got to see Rory and, and Ricky and and I really felt like the star of the charity event at Seminole was not just Seminole, which is the golf course that I think everybody's, I would like you to expand a little bit on, but I feel like Matt Wolf, you know, didn't get a lot of play in terms of, of mic'd up points, but I just loved it. Even the last moment where Ricky's like, you got to hit a golf shot and Wolf kind of looks over smiling. like, thanks. You know, yeah. a, I just liked, I liked Wolf's personality kind of coming out. I think they had four great, great dudes. I, I do want to address this. And I got this question from a couple people. Or this point. Um, first off, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with I, I was happy to have golf Twitter back. The uh, complete cynicism of it all. It's so nothing's negative. ever good enough. We're begging for anything live. We get it, and then we go right back to complaining about it. Uh, for those people out there saying that they need more interesting people uh, to be participating in these things with mics on, I don't know how you guys go about your daily lives, but I, there's not like just ruthless trash talk all the time. I'm not talking about, you know, every little <laughs> intricacy of your life. Like some trash talk is this little stuff. And even, you know, Rory puffs his chest out at Matt Wolf about, you know, all the money he's made. And even that kind of comes off. It, it's funny, but on mic'd up to the world, like that comes off kind of braggadocious and I right. liked it, but it's not, like, what, what do you expect out here? We're not just like screaming at each other all day. If I'm playing a friendly round with the, with the guys back here and somebody misses a short putt, it's not like we all just yell at him about how bad he sucks. We walk <laughs> off to the cart, me and my partner look at each other and kind of chuckle to ourselves, but it's not like constant razzing. I don't know what you expect. I feel like when they say everyone's going to be mic'd up, it's just going to be like this constant, you know, continuous, just like hating on each other that's not that's not how it works man you're gonna get some funny anecdotes if they want to uh, mic up people for regular tour events i think that the part that would be the most uh liked about it would be just the caddies and players conversation because it would be very interesting but i promise you going off of how golf tour was today and how it always is that will get stale for people at some point they'll say we're too robotic so um yeah i i, I liked it i thought it was great they're they're four very like fun people uh, in the golf world like as, as good as it gets um yeah sure you could add in eddie pepperell and it would be a little bit probably funnier but it would have to be on hbo i mean like there's a lot of different things <laughs> that would have to go into this so i thought it was great i don't know what everyone expects uh this isn't basketball and football where it's very intense and and, and the uh, the trash talk is is a lot darker. I would say this is still like golf. Um, we, we, there's not a lot to be said. These guys have all had great careers. Matt did a great job, um, but just goes to show you. I mean, 
world ranking wise, obviously wasn't exactly in the same uh, ballpark as the other guys, but he's also like 21 years right. old. He hasn't really had the opportunity <laughs> to get up there. So he's going to be obviously a great, great uh, player for the rest of his career, which will be a long, long time. Um, so it's cool to get to see someone younger, uh, younger get in there. I did also like that John Rahm uh, gets on the phone and kind of said, yeah, I mean, like they asked me first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I figured, I mean, you know, he's there. He's number two. I was in the a world. placeholder yeah. and then I, well, got, I, I didn't imagine. want to travel from Arizona. <laughs> I like that because just to keep, you know, young Matt Wolf in, in his place, just a little bit, just a little bit. We all know where he's going to be, but John Rahm's already where Matt's trying to get to. So it's kind of cool. Well, you know, to your point on the on the trash talk and man, not, not a lot of personality in this. You know, you and I play golf every week. We've played golf basically every week during quarantine. There are entire holes where nobody of in the course. group is talking to each other. It's just, I mean, do do other people? Do, are we are we in the wrong? Like, are other people playing and just nonstop chatter? like four and a half hours straight i mean no i don't think so <laughs> no chance yeah I, I would like to yeah next time you know what? let's mic up you guys so we play uh, professional golf because we're really good at golf not because we're also side comedians side trash talkers like that doesn't really go hand in hand so how about you guys mic yourselves up and then then listen back to it after and tell me just how great it was it's gonna feel forced and it's gonna it's gonna sound forced and all those things like it if you put a mic on me and say okay like you know be funny well, on the golf course, it's going to sound forced because you're going to be thinking about being funny. Of course. So if you give it 18 holes, there's going to be little nuggets here and there, which there literally were throughout this round. But from beginning to end, you're not going to get people just talking trash and, and making everybody laugh the entire 18 holes. It's not how it works. Yeah. I mean, the equivalent I get, I'll get this. I've had this happen to me from friends of mine before is they'll, we'll be playing golf and they'll go, maybe we're playing with two guys that I, we've never met or I've never played with. Like, hey, Hey Shane, do you want to broadcast this hole? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I I, really, I don't want to. I I don't want to stand next to you, fourteen handicap friend of mine, and call your golf. That I mean, I don't do that regular. I don't just do that regularly. You know, yeah. it's like this is. It would just be I, nice. Like I mean, obviously, this is part of the fun of it, though. But it is is getting to laugh at and enjoy golf Twitter. But I guess the the general point was. I mean, I thought it was great. Uh, I'm not going to really find a lot of flaw. I didn't see a lot of flaws in it. I thought they were all mic'd up and did a great job. I thought it was funny. I thought it was interesting. Um, obviously, a different dynamic, a different dynamic without the caddy. So you don't get like the real reason why I think mic'd up should be a little bit more popular. But yeah, I thought I thought it went really well. I thought it was really cool. Um, but yeah, obviously, these guys are still um, just normal people. Uh, it's a lot to expect for them to entertain you all day with with you know both their golf and i don't even know like the i don't know the verbal uh, assault that was expected well i mean i i feel like anytime the mic'd up especially in golf works the best is when you catch conversations that have nothing to do with the sport exactly, it's not trash yeah. talking it's not you know it's not hey where are you playing next i mean you know you and i ask for questions on this podcast you obviously a pj tour player and i have you know zero aff affiliation with playing professional golf and you and i get this 80 percent of the same questions from people that send us these questions you know and and they're the they're the same generic thing hey what would shane caddy for you what would you guys shoot if you played lefty versus righty challenge you know we get a lot of that same stuff the things that are interesting the questions that you and i i feel like highlight are the ones that catch us off guard or catch us by sure. surprise i mean those are the ones that that we find interesting and those are the ones that we're going to focus on when we do a q a well like like the the best nugget from this thing was kind of uh 
a side story wasn't really talked about much on the on the broadcast, but it was when Matt Wolf said I hit that putt right. It broke a lot, and then DJ kind of comes over and says, "Dude, you started at left center, and like it, you know, you were trying to play it outside the right, so you pulled you pulled it." And I like you know was joking like that's a caddy's dream to be able to come over when their players complaining <laughs> about the read and say, "Dude, like you didn't hit a good putt." That was the that was the stuff. I know that's not trash talk, but like. That's why being mic'd up is funny, especially in this case where you are going to get a lot more player interaction than a regular tournament where you would feel more open to being like, yeah, dude, you just hit a bad putt. Cause I would never, no one would ever say that in a tournament, your caddy might, uh, if they, you know, decide to have like the guts to do it, I guess, but that was the best part for me. And that's what, what made even the whole mic'd up thing all day was worth it because it was right. And it was interesting and it was funny and it was just like off the cuff and it wasn't contrived like it, it was just like Dustin saying yeah man like wasn't a very good putt like you're complaining about you not hitting a good putt and blaming it on something else I mean you know it's just it's just like it's like every it's like everything we make fun of in golfers yet somehow in this it like kind of gets glossed over just a little bit more because you want DJ to come over and like say mama joke or something right yeah you know I mean so just, just a few uh, DJ I felt like won the award for most relatable as, you know, a, a multi multi-millionaire professional golfer who has won major and, you know, is going to be in the Hall of Fame. I feel like he was the most relatable in terms of what we look like on the golf course, marked his ball with the tee. Yeah. At one point, he had to move his mark and he just shoved his mark out of the I way with that. his putter. It was great. Um, he was there was a shot of I think Ricky was teeing off. He was already 40 or 50 yards ahead on the right, took no time to hit anything was very Dustin. Why Dustin's the coolest. All of the things Dustin so that we fat. love about him. so fast. And he plays like that too. That's the thing. Like this he has a little bit more room to do it uh, when it's a little more casual, but that's how he plays it. That's why I like love playing with him or watching him. He's so fast. I mean, actually all four of them are really fast, but he, he takes a cake, man. Oh, well, I mean, and last thing I saw on the, on the ordinary golfer move, uh, Wolf did the spit on the ball. Yeah. Cause his towel wasn't dry. Again, all these things we do all the time when we Maybe play. anti-COVID. Right? Yeah. It wasn't great for the COVID, but Hey, as long as you're not touching anybody, True. you're keeping your distance. That works. Um, I was going to ask you about Dustin's pace. Cause I thought that was really a big winner of this was how fast Dustin plays. And I, and again, as you said, he does this all the time. It just, it maybe was highlighted a little bit more because it was just four players and the cameras were on him all the time. Dustin is out first at Augusta. You know, he just makes the cut and then he shoots a bad number on Saturday. They don't put a marker with him. Jeff Knox is nowhere to be found. How fast can Dustin, do you think, play 18 holes by himself? Look, caddy or no caddy? I mean, either way. What what do you think the number is for Dustin to play 18? Man, he, he's... Pro- can you break an hour? Uh, an hour? I mean, he'd have to be running. Uh, I thought, you know, if he breaks two hours, I think it'd be great just because the course is so hard. Um, but he, he would be up there, but the thing is all four of them are really fast. I've played with all four of them. Uh, Matt's quick. Ricky's Ricky's quick. Cause Ricky's a little bit more deliberate in his read on the greens. But once he gets the ball down, he is as fast as, as, as you could be Rory. Same way. They both, um, it, Rory, Dustin and Brooks are very similar to me. And I think we talked about it last pod where they peg the ball, they take half a practice swing and then they just step into it. Dustin's is faster uh, to the ball. I think that like Rory lets it land, <laughs> like lets the guys before him land and like watches <laughs> it and then like kind of grabs a club. Dustin is like itching to hit it. But yeah, he, he, he's fast, but I, that's why I kind of liked about it. All four of them had similar pace. Uh, Ricky, obviously Ricky and Matt were quick too. So uh, I thought that made it really enjoyable to watch. Uh, also, uh, what, uh, kind of a couple things I want to add about this thing. 
first of all, this, did you notice the police officers? <laughs> yes. The course? Okay. That made me laugh because that place is like one of the, anyone who's ever been there, it's really hard to even know what, where it is. Like you drive by like these two hedges and like, if you don't know, like that's the entrance to Seminole, like I would never <laughs> have guessed it. So the, the fact that they like, anybody would have multiple, snuck in there. Multiple yeah. officers. <laughs> yeah. Multiple. I mean, that one just made me laugh because like what a life these guys live that they're playing a, a casual round of golf at one of the most secure golf courses in the country just amongst themselves it wasn't like a, i know it was a big deal because on tv but it wasn't like a it, it was just a round of golf in their hometown right. and that that made me laugh uh, also thought um alternate shot i think just needs to be implemented in more of these um yeah. i loved watching them it, i know tiger phil brady and manning are doing it and i think that's going to be great because it would have been nice to see a nine and nine of the alternate shot just because it i think first of all you will get more trash talk funny stuff whatever because matt or ricky let's just say hits a bad shot looks at the other and says you know good luck with that all the stuff that goes into that uh you get a little bit more stressful golf uh, i think it would add a little tension um to it uh plus alternate shot just you know we're going to talk about seminal but like you know the golf course has a you know had a couple par fives or at least one where every you know there's four balls within eight feet we don't need to look at all of that there's a finality so to alternate nice. shot yeah. you know i mean yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there's there are two putts and this one, they're both for birdie and one's missed and this is to win the hole. And I mean, I know that can happen with four ball, which was what they were sure. theoretically playing, but I, I'm with you. I, I think I said this on Twitter, two things. And again, I mean, you and I, I just want to say this about our entire take on what we watched today. Max and I, two thumbs up, Loved pro it. and always it. donated a millions of dollars of charity. It was all for good cause. I even said it on, on social media you know, shout out to Seminole for doing it to NBC and Golf Channel yeah, they did for broadcasting it. I, I just felt like, you know, it was, we all needed it. You know, it's it was like exciting want, to be excited to watch something. Yes. Like, it was you you cool. sent me a text. Like you sent me a text this morning. You said, I'm excited to watch this yeah. thing. You know I mean? And you're a professional golfer yeah. who has other things to worry about. And you want to watch. Golf. I don't have much going on right now. I know. I know. <laughs> so I don't have a lot to worry about. This was my main worry of the day. Well, so, so two things. I, I love what you said. And I think this should always be the case is if you're going to do a charity event, Let's do nine hole, nine hole, change the sure. Format. I just think it would, it would keep it's it gonna fresh. Yeah, it's going to keep exactly. It's going to keep it fresh. You could even do the six, six and six of some sort. But I just think alternate shot is the purest form of team golf. If it isn't, you know, and in this regard, I think that the Ryder Cup does it great. The Walker Cup does it great. They sprinkle in both of them. I, I think that best ball probably produces like the most, the better team maybe i'm not even sure if that's true but I, I would i would think that you get to see their full game you get to see rory play a full round of golf dustin you know ricky and matt you get to see them play the full round but alternate shot is is where it's going to be more fun as a, for, for a viewer definitely not as a player it sucks as a player it's so hard right but but you know okay to me i've always felt like best ball you know which is what they played today is the the it's the baseball of team sport golf where yeah it's a team but you're really just playing individual you right, know baseball right, right. is like it feels it's always kind of an individual sport, right? It's nine against one, the pitcher being the one and you're batting. And then you've got all these fielders to decide what happens with the ball. But if you strike them out, it doesn't matter to me. Best ball. I mean, you're on a team. Sure. But you're doing everything you normally do. I mean, sure. If you know, you're hitting every shot, you're making every putt, you're scoring what you score to me. Alternate shot is everything that a team format should be because you literally have to rely on who you're playing with. Yeah, it's going to put more pressure on both people. You're going to see more golf tournament uh, focus, I guess. Whereas if if my partner hits it up there to 15 feet and I just hit it in the trees, it's like, all right, well, pick up. It's and it, which is fine, but it, it's not. You don't get to even get to see a lot of the 
the focus, the shots, especially going back to Seminole, just the golf course, you're not going to get to see a lot of these. What makes it difficult is around the greens because if you, your partner's on the green, it's like, well, who cares? Like, I don't really need to play this how I would if I needed to protect five or f- whatever. You know, you, you can just kind of like take your hero shot on and it it loses a bit of the spark that that golf course kind of provides. Um, but obviously, best ball is, is, fu- is fun too. But I don't know. You watch 18 holes of one thing. If this is just going to be exhibition, I'd like to see it mixed up if I had, if I had like, you know, my choice. So that's why the tiger thing is going to be great, especially tiger and Phil thing, because especially because we're going to get to see tiger and Phil play off people who aren't professional golfers. So we're going to see some really crazy ones, but I thought it would have been good. I think, I think it would have exposed, um, you know, people's games a little bit more, you know, you see Dustin didn't drive it great, hit in the water a couple of times and you would actually had to see what they would have done from there. But the point of this wasn't to, uh, make them sweat. It was to raise money and try to right. make a ton of birdies, which is what they did. And that's what made it so cool. But I'm just splitting hairs here. Like I love watching alternate shot because it really makes everybody seem a lot more human. Where in this, like bogey wasn't even really an option minus like the one putt Rory made on 17, which was clutch. Like that was kind of the only time you had the stress of that where the rest was pretty, you know, course play pretty easy today. It was just pretty obvious that par was going to, you know, not be enough, but it was never going to, you're never going to, Par was you your know, partner yeah, all day. They felt you know? like, exactly. It, it, par was your partner. You never really had to stress too hard about a bogey. Yeah. And then, and, and, uh, and so, you know, I, I play, I mean, when I play with like you and, and two pros or, you know, our buddy Ashton, who's a great player, you know, if we play four players of, of zero handicap and professional players like yourself, if you play one score, I feel like there is a lot of moments in a round where you're picking up or your shot doesn't matter. You know, your putt yeah. doesn't matter. It's what it's what you were saying. The other thing that I would have loved to see, and I, I wrote this on, on Twitter as well, is I would have just, and again, this is just personal, I would have loved to see a couple of LPGA players in there. You know, I mean, I, they're, they're, they're there, they're willing, they're great. You know, it's a huge platform. I remember when Annika Sorenstam was in uh, the battle at Bighorn or whatever it was called, and uh, back in the day, oh, with Fred Funk, that was yeah, so and, and but I just always remember, remember, I mean, those things would get huge ratings, and I remember reading somebody had pointed this out. I never thought about it. You know, this is the most eyeballs she will have on her golf. You know, not a major, not a, not a, not a humongous tournament, not going for fifty nine. Sure, the highlights, a lot of people are going to watch, but actual golf. You know, her being in that arena is going to get millions upon millions of views, and I just would have loved to see again. Are they going to play six? Probably not. Am I just, you know, am I barking into a dark room? Maybe, but I would have loved to just see two LPGA players, you know, so many unbelievable personalities on that tour. It just, I just would have, I just would have enjoyed that being an addition to it. But again, like you said, we enjoyed it. Uh, Any other observations you had from the actual event, any funny things you saw or, uh, or things that, that, that that put you in a good mood? I I was really hoping to shoot out this tweet about, when they did the long drive hole at the end there, how, uh, you know, whoever won, I was still the 2019 uh, PJ Championship <laughs> long drive uh, winner until I realized that I don't think Matt Wolf even was old enough to play in the PGA Championship last year. So I had to kind of scrub that one from, from the notes, from the notes section of Twitter, because that would have made me feel like <laughs> old man river. Uh, so that was that was one. Um, I didn't, you know, not a lot. I think we got to it. I, I 
not a lot funnier than you know just the little quips here and there i like the little note things you know it's the cart thing at the end blew my mind I, you were going crazy all day they are all week they've been talking about no carts which i get i've never i've seen one cart out there in my life and it was arnold palmer and obviously like that makes sense maybe one other cart in my life but one of them was arnold palmer's so i was like yeah of course like you know give the king a cart and then all of a sudden like they just start driving them back because i was thinking that too when they finished 18 i was like how are they going to get all the way back to 17 that's far and i just see everyone in their own cart like okay cool man i'm not saying they should have been doing it all day it looked better with them walking with the bag but i just like didn't i don't know that was kind of weird but i didn't blame them they needed to get done it was something like 6 30 there when right. they were when they were uh finally finished so uh so that was kind of funny but it's just a little stuff it's a little stuff i laugh at in all golf in all golf things the my favorite part of the day and you already brought up was was um Dustin moving the coin with his putter, just sliding it. Because when I play at home, people, unless I notice like people are being a little more stickler for like, you know, whatever game they're playing, but someone will be like, can you move that one to the right? And I'll just slide it. And I always like to look at them to see if they're going to be like, you know, you broke the rule. Like, it's like, <laughs> we're playing for fun, man. Like it's three inches. Like it goes back to like my whole golf, like golf thing. That coin has to be in the exact same spot. Right. Do you really think cause you put your putter to putter down that it's going to be the exact same because it has to be on the exact same blade of grass. So it always <laughs> like, makes me laugh to see if people are going to do it. So I like to see, it's not just, you know, Dustin, that's everyone does that, but it's nice to see where you think all these pros, you know, follow the rules to a T when they're home. It's like, we play the exact <laughs> same way you do. We whack the ball back to each other. Some putts are good from way too far. Some are made putt from like way too close. Like it's just the same. It's the same stuff. We just get in the hole fast. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, I've have you ever hung a picture straight because I am over <laughs> and without a level and there's no chance that I can eye a tree 200 yards yeah. away line my putter up perfectly move it and it's going to be back in the exact same spot for I'm sure I'm just not that skilled enough to do for that sure. it's, it's not 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 in my skill set um so yeah I mean I I will say I think my the moment of the entire day for me was out of commercial when Bill Murray was still on cam. So I missed all of this. I, Tell me what I, happened. Oh, let me just say. So I was I still mean, at the golf course okay. and I started getting texts like Bill Murray's on. And I'm like, on what? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay. You know, I always think about when you, if you and I were playing it out, let, let's just say like our, what we've been doing with regripped, right? Regripped is us rewatching old golf tournaments. And we said, oh, we should have this person on as our guest. This person played in the event or they won. And we write it out on a paper and it's a great idea. And it maybe it just doesn't work out. You know, maybe the person's not engaged or the camera looks bad or, you know, their, their audio is terrible or whatever. And then you go, eh, maybe we could have just done it ourselves. Bill Murray is a guy that if he's available for golf fans, you say yes to. For sure. Sure. Let's have Bill Murray on. People love Bill Murray. You know who loves Bill Murray? Golfers love Bill Murray. It, uh, it was one that, that, that maybe should have made the cut. Might have missed a little bit. Listen, it was. The, the, he he was priding himself on not ever using Skype. His camera looked like when you accidentally FaceTime a parent, you know, and then they answer <laughs> it and it's got, you know, you it's know, really you, get low, like you the, see under their chin, you, the chin fat yeah. look, his was slanted uh, and the audio was not very good. But uh, the, my thing is, as I'm watching this, I know that social media is going to lose their of mind. And that's what we love about it. It's the best. It's nothing better. Uh, I mean, I have deleted Twitter and Instagram from my phone for now. I think I'm on day five or six, but of course for stuff like this, I'm going to jump on social media and be a part of it because you know, I mean, it's kind of what we do. It's your job. And so I'm on my computer <laughs> and I'm, I'm tweeting about it. The moment this happens, I just, this thing clicked in my head. I said, 
This is going to be the best moment on Twitter of the last eight weeks. For sure. It did not disappoint, Max. It did not disappoint. So they go to commercial with Bill Murray, come back out of commercial. He's still there, still there talking about nothing. Well, so this is this is my, I guess my, my it's not my point, but this is what is so interesting, I guess kind of hypocritical of all of us. So we have Bill Murray on, and I didn't get to see it, but I, you know, like I said, my friends text me. I go on Twitter when I got home, and like it's all about Bill Murray. People <laughs> complaining why was he on, you know, stuff like that. I'm laughing at it too, though. Well, we then we had John Rahm on, who's the number two golfer in the entire world, a tailor-made guy. You know, very well if he lived in Florida, would have been affiliated with this event. Um, played the golf course, has played the golf course, has great like little nuggets about the golf course, about the players, knows all this stuff. And he was very professional and, and very much how you would want him to be. Well, I heard no one talking about John Rahm for a good reason because it was just so right. by the book and everyone's complaining about Bill Murray. Well, at the end of the day, who leaves the impression, Bill Murray or John Rahm? And I would have been the same person John Rahm was. But so you have like the quote unquote, like as people were saying, like what a disaster of, of this. But it's like, no, that that's actually what made it so great. So it's like the off the cuff. It's the stuff you didn't plan for to be funny like we're saying with the mic'd up it's not the stuff that you thought of in your head it's not the general jokes that you thought of who has more money blah, blah. it's going to be the little things dustin saying that matt you hit a bad putt even though you keep saying that you hit a good one and it broke you know it's like the little stuff like that that's what it was john rom gets on literally one of the most famous people in all of golf one of the best golfers in the whole world and does a perfect job and everyone talks about bill murray <laughs> so it's like <laughs> which do we want do we want a little bit more crazy because i like the chaos of it i like it when for sure when it goes off the rails and like that's what we got now of course if you do that all the time then off the rails becomes on the rails so like then it's a, an issue but i don't think they plan on bill murray not knowing how to use skype that's it worked right. out perfectly on accident and and we're like joking that he should have never been on it's perfect that he was on like it literally perfect. listen it was perfect for me because i got plenty of good laughs out of the jokes online people sending in stuff that again this is what we need right we need you know you need kanye walking up on stage <laughs> at at an award show because that, like you said, that's the chaos that's going to make the stories for months and months sure. and months and years. So uh, before we get done with this, I'd asked you, you've played in the pro member before. Oh, yeah, How many times have you played course. in it? Uh, two or three times. Two somebody times. asked somebody on Twitter, and apologies for whoever sent in the question, because we're going to get to questions in a little bit. Somebody asked your best finish in it. Do you have any idea? I don't think it was very good. Actually, I played pretty well last uh two years ago the last time i played i don't know what the finish was i just remember the first year i showed up and i didn't know what it was man okay like I, I knew it was going to be interesting but i didn't know what it was and i get there and like i'm warming up next to davis love the third and rory and like zach johnson tees <laughs> off before me and i was just like whoa like where am i like this is very odd um you know like i said arnold palmer was there all of the Harmons were there and i was just like very much out of my element for a minute um it was super fun. Uh, both times have been super fun. Sec the second year, I felt a lot more like I knew all the guys right. a little bit more. But yeah, I'd heard stories like Martin Keimer asked to play too late and didn't get in. He had just won the U.S. Open like the year prior. And I was very confused. Rory like shot a 63 and won the 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 team low gross. And everyone said that no one helped, like nobody helped. His teammate didn't help him. Like he just <laughs> won the thing. So it was cool. But yeah, the golf course, very interesting golf course. Um, I played it once with no wind, once with wind. Without the wind, it was it was easy, and um, it kind of goes to the whole um, with an angles thing. The, the the thing I joke about the woke golf Twitter. Not saying it's not wrong. However, uh, you need it to be firm, and you need you kind of need it to be windy because it makes the tee a lot of the tee shots. 
uh, a little obsolete, I guess, like a little irrelevant. Um, super beautiful golf course, like gorgeous. I love the no rough. It makes you feel like you're flying. You can everybody walks. It's such an it's like it's hilly, but it's an easy walk because uh, you're not really you know going through too many dunes and stuff. Um, interesting par fours we saw today. They hit driver on a lot of them. Obviously, this it goes back to my alternate shot would have been a little bit. You would have seen a little more thought, but. Uh, Drivers on holes, you know, are a little tighter. Um, but the beauty of Seminole, the reason why when it's windy, it played so difficult and why I know they got they got rain. So if it was firmer, it would have been so much. Um, you would seen a lot more, you know, interesting golf shots the way they had to play them. But uh, around the greens, the second shots and around the greens makes that golf course. Uh, you saw a couple of balls roll off and then roll into these little low areas. The way the greens are, the way the runoffs work, the way the bunkers sit very, very, very below the, the green surface itself makes the pitches and the chips and the bunker shots really difficult. Um, the greens have a lot of slope, so it's very hard to have leave yourself an easy putt. That's the beauty of it. Of course, today we get, first of all, four of you know the best golfers, some of the best golfers in the whole world. Um, you get not a ton of wind and it, it rains, so it was soft. So it's just, you're not going to get, uh, you're not going to see a lot of like the penal part of the golf course, but that's the, that's the beauty of the golf course. It's not the tee shots. You do need to set up angles, especially on that par five, the second of those par fives on the back where it was a split fairway. You know, it really does help to push down the water side of that hole. So take on a little bit more risk so you can hit up that green. Um, so you have stuff like that, but when it's playing soft like this, obviously it's not going to, it's not going to be as demanding. It seems like one of those golf courses, like the old course had this for a long time. It it seems like a place that maybe you appreciate or respect the more you play it or, or the more conditions you play it in. Cause you can see the golf course being so different. Is that fair? Or is that off? Yeah, I think it's hard the first time you go to any golf course to appreciate it fully enough because either you play with all the wind in the world and it's too much or you play with not enough and then you don't get to see the beauty of it. So it does help to play a place a, a few times. I think Seminole reminds me a lot of what I love about Riv where you can move a pin like 20 feet in the same conditions and, and the whole place completely different, um, harder uh, or, or easier. Um, so it just kind of depends there. Like the hole at the end 16 where they all, oh, I've never seen anybody take those lines, but they, they basically drove the green. Well, uh, you tuck that pin on the left side and where Rory was and where Dustin was, was really not a good spot um, where Matt would have been in the best spot where now Matt is in this bunker. That's a lot tighter to that pin. So you just can, it changes a lot. Like I think it's a course where off the tee, you have to look at where the pin is before you just pull the club you're going to hit. So I'd love that. Uh, it's a great golf course, a really cool place. I mean, it has all this history. You go in my favorite part about the whole course is you go into the, in the into the uh, clubhouse and you just see the names that have come through there. It's wild. So a uh, really cool course. I'm really excited to see the Walker cup go there um, very, very soon. Uh, I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, just uh, you know, of course, I, I think you said it perfectly. You appreciate the more you play it. I don't, I think you appreciate the more you you watch it too. I'm hoping okay. they get firm for the Walker cup. Just so you can see a little more of what I'm talking about with the runoffs and the speed of the greens and the importance of, quality second shots and maybe not bombing it up there on, on a lot of the holes. There are going to be some short par fives. The one they did the long drive uh, on five ten, and it, it typically plays downwind. So it's just going to play short, but I've always been at the camp par is so irrelevant, especially at a course like that. That's a bit older. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Real quick, um, just wanted to get your power rankings on facial hair, uh, one through four. Obviously, Rory being the, the lone man that decided to shave. Uh, I, I just want to hear you and I both currently kind of bearding Big it up. facial so hair, guys. Let, let me, uh, let me, let me, you go. I want you to go start on four and then down to your favorite of, of the four guys. Four was Wolf's. Um, I have a friend named An- An- Andres Gonzalez who has a Fu Manchu, and that just wasn't. <laughs> so I appreciated the effort. Uh, not, not, uh, the execution wasn't all there, um, but I like the idea. But Rory's, this goes back to this goes back to this thing. Yeah, you and I, I don't yeah, have so this. The, so so, so play it's to the your connectors. Strengths. Play to your strengths. Yeah, Where, we don't have the connectors. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah. should have gone there. Yeah, maybe mustache. Four or three, Rory. I mean, he didn't have any, but he looked sharp. Uh, I'd still rather what Rory looked like than what Matt looked okay. like. So I'm taking okay. him at three. Two, Ricky. Yeah, he's really starting to just pull off his mustache. It Always. just looks very seamless. Like it's it's becoming too easy for him to just pull off. It used to be kind of a gag and a funny thing. Now it's just like, yeah, Ricky might look really good in just a mustache. Isn't his emoji or whatever doesn't With the have, stash, yeah. It has the stash. I was, I almost made a joke on, on social. I, I said, how many years, you know, Ricky's been a pro for 11 years. How many years has he had a mustache and only give one answer choice in just all 11 years? Because yeah. I feel like when it, I know Justin, I remember Justin Thomas did the mustache for a while. I don't know if it was during the playoffs or something. 
and i remember he had a title of shoot yeah and showed up and had the stash and so and all like year long black. It was, <laughs> all year long it was in all the commercials but right ricky all the time with the stash yeah ricky's is like I, like i said i think a lot of a lot of what he does is it, this is why he's so cool and this is why you know he's ricky but and this is why all the kids look up to him and why you know adult golfers look up to him as well everything he does i think starts off as kind of a joke and then he does it and it still looks so cool like his looks mullet, good mullet cool or all orange jail jumpsuit cool like mustache cool like the guy just makes it all seem really cool and it seems a little unfair where justin's you know god bless him i like the mustache but he looks a lot better without it. Like uh, he doesn't need the mustache. The mustache for him is like kind of a gag. Like it's right. funny. Where Ricky, every time he grows, it, you're like, yeah, man, I feel like you could do both. It, it's, sure. I'm yeah. a very lucky guy. And then Dustin, uh, number one, obviously after process of elimination, uh, the guy looks like he woke up that morning and, and he could be the guy who just thought, you know what? I'm going to have a beer today. And it just goes Broop, and like gross. Like it's <laughs> like Santa like Claus. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he, he just, I don't know. It, it's like the perfect beard. I don't know. He's how to Tim Allen. I love it. Yeah, I, he's I, Tim uh, Allen. I, I was saying that, you know, the, the Ricky, the Ricky stash, always an interesting look, always pulls off every look he's ever had to your point. Always. I, I was asking people about the current modern day Mount Rushmore of mustache wears. I think your boy Aaron Rodgers has Aaron's to be in one. there. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's top I think the top. he's in the Ricky always looks good. Ron Swanson's probably got to be in there. Um, well, but, obviously, there's one. Uh, Sel- Tom Selleck is like the king of mustaches. Yeah, I was, I was, I got a few Tom Selleck, uh, you know, pictures sent my way. I was, I, I'm, I'm gonna include him because you know you brought him up, and and I feel like he does need to be there. I'm not sure he still falls under the modern thing, though. Yeah, you, know, my, you more, might be right there. Like yeah. current, you know. I mean, Selleck was in. Selleck was like in Friends, you know. Yeah. I mean, that, that's you know, Friends has been a while, so um that wasn't all of tom Selleck's acting career but this <laughs> yes. is like the thing Jeez, i feel like tom do something like I, with your life i haven't gone through his imdb page in recent years but uh yeah aaron aaron Rodgers' facial hair aaron and ricky i feel like are the best comps because they they always seem to have something going and it pops and it up always more looks, sporadically it always looks pretty good yeah it always like seems to like work and and most other people decide i'm going to change my hair today and you do it and then you're like you oh like no a like i look terrible theirs just seems to work and it's not fair so before we get to some reader questions max i had a, a challenge for you you know we've been doing a more i think more in the early stages of quarantine we were just trying to come up with some ideas of things we could rank and talk about you and i started to discuss a couple weeks ago our favorite sports team logos and yes. that obviously grew into us bringing this up on the podcast. And as I look at you right now, for people that obviously aren't getting a chance to see Max on camera, a Lakers t-shirt, brand new Dodgers hat, the L and the A Dodger hat, two logos going right now. And in, in theory, the Lakers just saying the name isn't a logo, but I, did you, did you compile your list? Do you have your five? I compiled my list. I have two honorable mentions. Okay. So, so do we, now you and I've gone back and forth. We're not, we're not very disciplined about this. Are we doing the logo of the team or are we doing a logo of the team at some point in the team's existence? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I have a little of this, a little of that. <laughs> okay. That's fine. I, I mean, mostly, there it's, are, mostly it's just the team's logo. Well, there are no rules to what yeah, we do. It's mostly so. just the exact team's logo. So, so, so we're just going to kind of go on a hat essentially. Okay. We're going to go any team 
Because I was looking at it as a hat, like what you would see if I bought an LA and Dodgers hat, you'd see that. Exactly what I was thinking. Okay, we're on the same page for people at home that aren't on our page. Apologies, that's on you. I mean, that's all on us. Uh, (laughs) I'll let you start. Number five. Uh, Should I do honorable mention after? Is that how that works? Let's do. Let's do it after, so that we don't get them mixed up with the five plus. You know, your honorable mention might throw me off. I might throw. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. All right. uh, Five is the Baltimore Orioles. Nice. As a very like. I say it for a couple of reasons. It's a it's an interesting logo. It's like a smiling, you know, goofy, uh, whatever an Oriole is. Um, and it, it looks like very happy. It also looks aloof, kind of like the team. So I feel like it fits like <laughs> it's not something that's very intimidating. It's not like you go play Baltimore and you're like, oh, no, you know, there's literally no fear. It's just got to play okay, the Orioles can, yeah. tonight. It's cool. Oh, cool. We're going to see a lot of friendly, you know. Funny mascot looking things going around. So that that's that's my number five. We'll go to the Edgar Allan Poe house or yeah. whatever after after we, after we get out of the the stadium. Uh my number five, a team not around anymore. So I'm gonna go with it. I don't really care. The Expos. Was that Tom Selleck's favorite team? Also Tom not, Selleck not and I modern. we wa- used to watch a lot of Expo games together. <laughs> the Expos back in the day. do have a great that's a good one. Selleck and I were on for the friends set, you know, just having <laughs> some tea, watching the Expos on a small SD screen. I, I, I feel like the Expos for gets forgotten, obviously not around anymore. Unbelievable logo. Need to get an Expo hat. That's the one thing of yeah, this list. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, one of the issues with me making this list, Max, is you know I like hats. Yes. And you know I like sports. You do a hat of the day. I'm a little nervous of how much I'm going to spend on new, newera.com the next yes. like 36 hours because I already have two I'm going to buy. I already ordered number one on my list. No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hey, new era. You ever thought about sponsoring a golf podcast? (laughs) Uh, So what's your number four? Yeah, I got, Oh, I forgot we were doing snake. I don't have my list. Snake. So, uh, so, and also I really tried hard because my initial list was four of the five were baseball logos because I feel like mine are baseball. Their baseball logos are just the best. Um, So I tried to venture out. So number five are the expos. Number four, the red wings, I'm not a huge hockey Dang guy. It. That's my number two. I, I'm not an enormous hockey guy. I love playoff hockey. I'm not one of those people that's going to sit around and be like, you know, I watch all year round. That would be a lie. I go to live hockey. We'll watch it and stay all, all periods. Love the sport. It's awesome to see in person. But I know the Red Wings logo. I've known it for a long time. And that was back when I grew up in East Texas and only knew the Dallas Stars. So I just think it's classic, iconic, and, and, a, and a great, unbelievable logo that kind of gives a little nod to the city. Man, that's a bummer. I'm gonna have to add a new one. All right, good one. Uh, Thank goodness you have that two. honorable mention list, by the way. Yeah, buddy. Um, but now my order's all off because it would have been number five. Whatever. My number four, Boston Red Sox. I like uh, sometimes. I like the very literal logo, like it's just Red Sox. Um, I like Great. that they're kind of they just look cool. There's not a whole lot behind it. It looks cool. It's a classic. Obviously, a team that's been around since the beginning. Uh, I think it's just very. It's just like a. It's like a. You see it from a mile away. You know what it is. There's, your brain doesn't have to register. Sadly, since we're not doing college, I think my number one favorite logo of all logos in the world, the Tar Heels. And I feel yeah, like that is exactly one. like the Red Sox logo where you see it and you go, oh, Tar on yes, the heel. Makes sense. For sure. Uh, my number three, Tiger Woods' logo. 
no, just a come timeless on. one. Timeless. I always throw in one that's got to be lost. Uh, Team Tiger. Uh, it's sick. It started go- professional golfers having a this, logo. This is that's not a good thing. Every professional golfer's logo is awful except for Tiger's. Well, it's good for Tiger's logo uh, because it makes his look just so this much is, cooler. I am turning the podcast. I'm stop recording. I, I am still so see mad at so you right many now. People with the old school TW Nike One hat, and it just like pops. The thing is so tight. Uh, he he invented this thing and no one's even come sniffed no one's come sniffed on. how good is it hey hey arnold palmer you're talking about the golf cart the guy drove around the guy wore an umbrella on his shirt well yeah but but not with the letters the dancing letters. so you're saying the logo the letter logo yeah the letter, he started Tiger. a letter logo now every professional golfer thinks i used to do it all the time i figured out that m could go into a long h and then i like that's how mine would look do you mind when we get done with the podcast sending yeah, I do mind. me an illustration? <laughs> I want to see an illustration of what no your thanks. MH would look like. No, no thanks. Have you, do you have I'm, never few, gonna ma- I'm never going to make it. So it do you have a few iterations? Okay, hey, question for you. Travis Matthew comes to you tomorrow and goes, hey, Max, man, we need a Max Homo logo. Do you say yay or nay? I say, are you guys doing all right over there? <laughs> like, <laughs> Biz has got to be a little slow. Wait, wait, are you are you getting emails for this? Yeah. Is my Who mom emailing you again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, you're- I, hey, listen, dude, hey, just to make you feel better. I worked on an SB logo Everyone one time. Everyone does. Dude, I know. I'll tell it, you, Tiger made us all want to do it. Un- unfortunately, never made it to where never the SB work. I do on my phone. I do have from like 2011 a mock-up of the rory mcelroy rm oh nice uh, one day i think i was on like one of, back when you could do the drawing app thing i drew rm let me just say he didn't go with that one i don't think <laughs> just, i don't think rory's got a again why he's the king of cool so okay i let me just i'm gonna rattle off a few players that i know have logos and tell me if they do or if i'm off here okay okay i know jt has one i know yep. spieth has one yep. i know dustin has one i know kepka has one mm-hmm. i know justin rose has one uh-huh does Bryson have one? Uh, it's uh, he's probably in the lab cooking it up. Oh, nice! That was good. I like Thanks. that a lot. I don't that know if really he's well, got one. That was really well done. Um, I think John Rom has one. I don't I know. Think he has one. Tony th- Finau has one. Th- Tony Finau's is like half his golf ball. Yeah, it always looks like there's a big mud clump on his ball, but it's his logo. I think JJ Henry Ooh. has one. Um, I I want to go through this. One of I these do, is not like the other. You know what? <laughs> on a future podcast, we say stuff like this all the time. We never do it. On a future podcast, at some point, I want to compile a list of all the players that have a personal brand logo, and we can go power rank one through whatever. As long as that's not going to get you in trouble Speeds with the players. Is sick. Brooks's is sick, from what I remember. Justin's is is Justin's is a lot more like how I would make mine, and Tony. Tony Finau's looks like it's like a Superman yeah. or superhero chess logo. It's the T and the F, and it's like a reflection, yeah, it's right? Like, yeah, it's like yeah, a shield. It just looks know, like, sick. I'm telling you, it. hey, Tony, I love you. You've been on my podcast before, Oh, I, like I appreciate his. that. I'm just saying, it needs to be just a, a hair, a smidge smaller on the ball. That's all. Oh, that's, that's all fair. That's fair. It is. It, it is, but then you're never gonna is, hit the wrong ball. He looks like it looks like Duffy Waldorf's golf ball oh, a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah. It really does. Uh, sorry, we got off track. Uh, player logos. I can't believe you went with Tiger. All right, what's your number three? Get back unbelievable. To your, team, your team. I, I mean, I'm, you you've you've thrown me. I'm done. Uh, number three um, is the Yankees. I, I I'm assuming it's probably <laughs> higher on a lot of people's. We doing that. 
What do you mean? We talked about this last week. Not doing like, the Yankees? Oh, we weren't doing teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers. I know what my number two is. I figured it out. Go ahead. Continue. I said, I said I'm doing, I said I was doing Yankees. That's the only lettering logo I appreciate okay. is because I think it's, it's unbelievably iconic. Plus it led to one of the best rap lyrics of all time. So I think it is the best there. He has two, he has two. I'm not sure if it's, Talking about Jay Z, by the way. Yeah, Jay Z. I don't, don't know, know if it's that one or if it's there's one other one I think might be the best. The the con. I told you, Kanye says, uh, you know, what do you think I rap for to push up F and rap for, for is one of my favorite lines of all time. But this one, when he says, uh, "Made a Yankee hat more famous than a Yankee can," is so it's cool. Just, it's so good. My other one, the other one I'm thinking of is my wife's. He just said he literally just says, "My wife's Beyonce." I brag different. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's pretty sick, man. Like, that's so cool. So after we talked about, we were talking about this on the golf course, and we talked about the Yankees line. I didn't realize that Chance the Rapper has a line about the three, you know, the hats he sells that have the three. Said something like, I made the three, I made the three better than Steph or something. And I didn't realize that that's now, now, mind you, a little copycat of Jay-Z there, (laughs) Chance. We heard that line before. Just want to tell you, that's been out there before. (laughs) But I, I feel like, Listen, the Yankee, it's not going to be number one on my list. It's very much the Masters logo of oh, golf for to sure. me, the Yankees is. But it is iconic, and I feel like a lot of places have tried to follow in their footsteps, and they just haven't been able to. So The Yankees sub-logo, like their actual picture logo, is really nice. Really so good. Sir, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's your number two? Number two. I was wearing this the other day. This is one of the things that started the conversation. The Brewers. I love Dang the it, Milwaukee Shane, Brewers. That was my number one. Mitt. You just bought a Milwaukee's Brewer hat, didn't you? Yeah, I just ordered Did you, it. Now, now, but you didn't get the mitt? No, no. Oh, sorry. I thought you said knit, like with a K-N. Yeah, I have the mitt. That's the only reason I got it. It's because it's okay, cool. Okay, see, I asked you this on the phone. And I you thought said you said you... knit, like the knit hat. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen those knit hats? Like they're kind of woolish. I, don't know. I was wondering why you asked that because it sounded really weird, which now makes sense because it wasn't actually the question. Yes, I got the <laughs> mitt. That's the only reason I would get that hat. Did you get it in a knit? Had or not? <laughs> just go on, Shane. Okay. I'm keep, done. That's keep stealing all my stuff. This that was the coolest great. one ever. It has no, I, I, did, I didn't do the research because I, I got lazy like I always do, but I wanted to figure out where they came up with that one because I don't think it has anything to do with Milwaukee. <laughs> the, the, just the myth. <laughs> just the hey, myth. When we're done with this, by the way, I do want to hear. I, we do. You and I do need to do our 90 second rant on the worst logo in all of sports that we will go on in a moment. But yes, uh, go ahead. Uh, I, that's my number two. I've well, got so one number left. two now, since I had to take it out, you took my one and two. Number two, the Dodgers. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I put it yes. on my head every Wearing day. Wearing it right now. LA, pretty sick. Means a lot. You could do it with your hands. You know, you put the L and then the A under it. It's nice. Uh, that's a thing we do out in California. Like uh, this? My number one is, yes, exactly, Shane. My number one is, uh, well, it's the Brewers, but I don't really have, I don't, I didn't have a backup number one. So I'm going to go to the honorable mention, which would have been on the opposite side, would have been five and six. Uh, the Celtics, I hate to admit it, but man, the guy, so good. On the, the leprechaun or whatever is on the cane is so sick. It's so good. I hate that it's that cool because I hate the Celtics, but little known fact, and this is my, my number one on the honorable mention list, a team that the Celtics actually own, the NBA D-League team called the Maine Red Claws, has the coolest logo. I got to look this going. up right now. It is a little like lobster, and in one of its pincers, 
claws, whatever, is a basketball. And it's so tight. Like, I loved it. And I hate, I couldn't put it on my list either because it was, you know, affiliated with the Boston Celtics and I can't stand them. So, uh, went into it. So, anybody look up the main red claws. Also, um, under, oh, man. The Clinton Lumber Kings. It's a, uh, MLB, uh, it's a Mariners uh, minor league team that's got a sick logo. Well, so so that is, you can't do this game with minor league teams because they would win all the all five. of the all they're of the, all their logos. And I don't want people to look up every team, but the Lumber Kings. My friend Josh used to play on their team. I have a couple other friends that actually play there too. I've been to their stadium, been to their games. It is one of the cooler logos. I'll actually post a picture of that. Uh, if I can find my hat, because that logo is sweet. But yeah, minor league logos are just so much better than everything else. Oh, they're they're great. Uh, my my number one is uh, I grew up in Texas. I was a huge cowboy fan. The star is, I just feel like is iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. It's 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 classy. It's iconic. And again, it's when you boring, go through, <laughs> you, that a lot of I mean a lot of them that are what a, a lot of things that are classy <laughs> are boring. You know, I mean, if you dress classy, some might think you look a little boring you know if you don't have the flashy pants or the really bright belt or bright but this isn't the hat. classiest <laughs> logo i know but i mean you can't logos. listen you I almost tricked me into thinking yeah you're right it is classy. i didn't no, hate on any of yours i didn't hate on you well, I hated two on, of mine Shane. i hated on your tiger woods one yeah you did not even a, you not even a part of the game years. you know what's sad dude you're gonna be part of my uh feel good friday i'm starting to regret it okay that's okay uh real quick uh you and i you and i were talking about the jazz is that right no, that wasn't me. I knew you were talking about somebody else because I had no idea where you were going. It was Greenberg. I think it was Greenberg. Because okay, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll wing it. The Jazz. Utah the jazz, jazz. Get out of here. How in the world did New Orleans not go, well, we're just going to call ourselves the Jazz as well. Yeah. And you how, guys can figure it out. How about uh, Blackhawks uh, actual logo? not with the times no guys. no there's not listen, with the there, times there's a lot of logos out there that that have needed to be changed for a long a time little. and it's unreal that they're not it's really really wild uh, but one of my favorite, favorite hats i ever had was that was actually going on to another team that gets in a little bit of trouble for this the cleveland indians but the hat that just had the red c was sick i don't know why just like very simple classy maybe the c was for classy it probably it was, was for very, classy very uh simple a lot of the baseball kids at cal because we had the exact same hat but with a gold c instead of a red c they would get it and i wanted to fit in so i got a red c then got yelled at by my coach for having a red c because stanford's red it was this whole thing i didn't really i meant Uh-oh. no i meant no malice towards my own college i sounds, didn't sounds, i just liked sounds. the hat which is how, why i got the brewers and i just like that i'm a hat guy Sounds like it got it got a little contentious there. It was Cal. contentious, man. Uh, well, I, I'm glad we made it through that. I can't believe you put Tigers in there. Now I'm just going to be thinking about <laughs> players that have their own logos. <laughs> You're welcome. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. You have some questions from some readers or listeners. Readers. I yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my. Yeah, thanks for reading. Uh, I would never make anybody read. I'm gonna do my feel good Friday, even though you're involved, and I don't know if I like. Do you want to do it right now? Yeah, uh, you have sixty nine thousand followers on Twitter. Very nice. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Very nice. That's, That's it? it. That's it. Okay. Perfect. I was excited <laughs> this, about that. What a, what a great whole number. A gr- what a great place to land. <laughs> what uh, a great. Uh, one of our favorite followers and friends, Car for the Course, asked this question. And Andy Johnson, who I'm going to pick on right now, who does a great job with Shotgun Star, you should be listening to that podcast with Brendan Poraf. He was talking about players carrying their own bags, and you said, you asked, you know, what pro, what's what pro is the last professional to carry his own bag? Uh, now, your good friend here, Max Homa, who you're listening to, carries his bag every week at least Dude, once. It's awesome. It's at light. least one time. <laughs> Hoofer, it's an old cow bag. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not, sick. it's not a single strap. I'll say that. It's a double strap. It's like a backpack. Just yeah, like car for the course asked if you had to carry your own bag, and I'm assuming he means the staff, uh, the bag. staff bag. Yeah, said if you had to carry your own bag, say, I'm just taking out the bag. <laughs> apologies to Joe. What would he take out, and what would the weight difference be? So let's say you got to go staff bag. You got to carry it for 72 holes. What do you have in there that would not make the cut if you actually had to carry it the entire time? And I, I'm going to say. First things first is the bag of gift cards out. Bag of gift cards gone. No fans. So no need to worry about that. Uh, I thought about this for a while. Um, I don't know how Joe does it. The the staff bag's heavy. I, I carry it from, you know, at home from my car through the parking lot to the cart. And that's enough for me for a day. So I'm, I'm doing a lot of research on the golf course and figuring out what three clubs I can take out of this bag. I'm going Phil Mickelson at the masters back in the day. I'm taking out a gap wedge. I'm just going to get better around the greens. Uh, I'm probably going to take out like a four iron. I'm just going to maneuver the three or maybe maneuver the five. I'm taking out clubs first because they're heavy. I will not be eating any snacks. No snacks will be consumed. But you're going to be burning more cows. You're going to be more tired. I'll, pick them up at 10 when we have the tent and no, i'll no, eat no. them while i walk i'm not i got a, them in the I, have a, I have a solution for you i have a solution you hit your shot 
when you have the honor and just run over to the to the concession stand, grab a hot Fair. dog. Boom. There's gonna be no concession without fans. So well, I know, but I'm issue. saying we're talking in a perfect there's world where there's fans. No, this sounds like the opposite of a perfect world. <laughs> perfect world is Joe gets to carry the bag and I get to hit the shots. That's all I need to do. I'm not strong enough to do the bag thing. Um, I'm also probably gonna uh, play, you know, the dangerous game of I'm just gonna play today with three golf balls and really hope ooh, hope ooh, I don't ooh, lose ooh, any. At ooh, I could probably do it at Colonial. There's almost no water. They're just gonna get scuffed up. I'll be all right. Um, and then I think that's all I can really take out. I don't know if I could take out anything else. I might have to, I'll do the sunscreen before I go to the course, throw the sunscreen in the locker. I don't like to say all these because also Joe carries my like putting tool warmups. And now he's realizing I probably don't need him to. So I could just run them back into my locker. So hopefully Joe has, is not still listening to this. I know he's got better things to do. So he's probably not still listening to this. Nobody tell him. Have you ever had an instance with Joe or anyone that's caddying? And this isn't to throw Joe under the bus. Have you ever had an no, instance throw where him, drag there, was him. So, there was something you needed in your bag that wasn't there? Uh, yeah, like a swing instruction. If, if Joe could have just <laughs> popped one of those out at some point. No, I've never had the no. There are some funny stories. My buddy Thomas Sulo, Peter Thomas Sulo one time, uh, didn't bring any golf balls. <laughs> and his, oh. his coach literally sprinted back i think he had like maybe one or two golf balls sprinted back to the locker room and he's like yelling like you need to let me through like i gotta get these golf balls out of out of, out of his locker um you get those on occasion uh but no i don't think i've ever had anything that i really needed not be in there joe's joe's a pro man yeah no I, i'm just assuming that you know before your your time with joe maybe maybe you had you know but joe was the, the beginning of Buffet, buffet, but there, there was a time there was a time when he wasn't he was always then, there in spirit oh my goodness this is, this is, you're telling <laughs> right, me to drag you tell me to yell at joe and now i'm trying to yell at him and you're you got his back let's see how it goes uh this question from casey bippert uh that was it i just wanted to do you read that do you read the name or the no, handle? i'm leaving the easiest one to read so the their handle is k bippert at golf or i'm sorry at k bippert golf <laughs> Uh, since Shane is a lefty and Max, we need to get to this question finally. I avoid it every week. Since Shane is a lefty and Max is a righty, oh, if you guys traded clubs for a round and hit from the opposite side of the ball, what would your scores look like? Mine would, I, I would be happy if it didn't start with a two. Like if it wasn't in the two hundreds, if I had to play an entire freaking round left-handed, it would be, especially here in the desert, it would be a nightmare. Oh, I, I'm nasty we couldn't play. We couldn't play your, we couldn't play your clubs. Yeah, we, we couldn't play. Yeah, we the can't two. be playing blades. No, but oh, no, I'm saying your golf clubs like we couldn't go to your courses because we could oh, not play a desert golf course. I need I was going with I need bigger. Heads. <laughs> but, you know, like we, <laughs> yeah, we, no, no, we, we would, would need to play like Phoenix bit, Country yeah. Club or something like that. Yeah, and the you exact could hit it all opposite the to the question you asked about Dustin, uh, how, how quickly he would play Augusta by himself. How long would it take us to play Augusta opposite? <laughs> oh, I mean, it would, all day we'd have to go off at 630 in the morning first <laughs> off, you know, like. I mean, I realistically, if you had to count every shot, the No Lane Up boys are our tribal uh, via the podcast. They posted a video. Maybe they should try just playing left-handed. They'd have a chance. Oh, hey. They did a YouTube video where they played, I think, their club. They all played lefty. Which has a lot of water. Not ideal. You know, Big Randy, I was really impressed. So Big Randy started to go with this. He just started punching the lefty driver from everywhere. I mean, even like 50 yards off the green. And nobody else would do it. They were all trying to kind of clip no, these wedges and chip, stuff. Chip, I would chip seven irons a lot just to get it running yep. towards the towards the hole. Limit the mistakes. I'm actually a very, very good oh, lefty very, putter. Very, very, I'll, I'll go very, with very good. good. But I'm a very Two good lefty varies? putter. Just one very. Uh, but as far as everything else goes, I'm I'm trash. I think I'd be okay around the greens, but 
I, there's just no way there's no way I could I could ever hit a driver like I, I've tried it's just it's atrocious it's a pop-up to left field every time uh, uh this is a little little on the nose following what we said a little bit ago follower chance the napper shout out <laughs> by the way because that's great uh, what food are you guys tired of eating during quarantine do you have a, a food that you're sick of eating max I don't think I do um I just got back in the meat game so like life's good all again I, so, I, I like I, I'm not too picky I, i'll eat the same thing over and over again oh, for the end of time what's uh, yours scram- scrambled eggs my, my wife makes oh, uh, I don't eat eggs. I, listen I, I mean i love my wife she's an amazing person and she does a lot way more than she should ever do for for me and the kiddo and everything she's she makes the the blandest <laughs> scrambled eggs of all ever Dang. and she knows it oh Cindy, hey, stop making them listen i go i go Cut him off. about it i got no i gotta have now i gotta get so i have to have sauce in the fridge but i'm so over scrambled eggs that's my number one that i get sick of on the road is because every breakfast is eggs which is awesome i mean like i'm it's free breakfast but like that's the thing if it becomes groundhog's day as far as breakfast goes just because you're eating the same meal where if i'm home Sometimes I'll, I'll eat cereal like and it's it, yeah, you know, eat the multi-grain Cheerios, my favorite cereal also happens to be super healthy. Really oh, weird. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's what all the like the real fitness like, oh, experts yeah. will tell you that anytime yeah, you get some cereal in you, that yeah, is where you, know you want to go. Good. Yeah, I mean, any cereal, too. If you are young and you're listening, you're like, I'd love to hear from a PGA Tour player on how to, like, keep my fitness and my energy up. I, I'm just going to speak for Max here. Just a ton of cereal. Always morning. Have a late night cereal. Just any of them. All the ones on the shelves. Doesn't matter. They're all great for you. Good, great source of energy. Uh, Max, you have a question. I do have a question, Shane. When the PGA Tour returns, oh, this is from. Oh, this is a better one to do the at than the uh, than the actual name. Guyit. When the PGA Tour returns, what shape do you think everyone's game will be in? Will there be rust or will players' games have improved given all this time to practice? Uh, so um, I talked to some of the guys that played the Scottsdale Open, um, Joel Damon, Harkins, uh, all, all those guys. Uh, a lot of them said the same thing. Tapping in this very like <laughs> scary, yeah, uncomfortable. Like it's not... You just aren't used to it. Everyone's been given putts for months now. So that's always the weirdest thing to come back to is making your first little like one foot kick in. Um, I think everyone's game's going to be fine. You will see some. And this is the case of anytime you even take like three weeks off, you know, a normal season, um, you would obviously take three weeks off at some point, most likely. Uh, you just get like tournament rusty. It's not that your game isn't there. I think it'll be a little different with no fans because you won't have the influx of adrenaline. But you just get tournament rusty. You get rusty with like little things. I, we joke about what putting it, you know, what I'm putting in the bag. But uh, I have a routine that I do at the, you know, in my locker. I have the same stuff get put in and out of my bag. Uh, I'll probably forget some things. Uh, you know, packing for the actual tournament, I'm already bad at. I'm going to be horrendous at because even when I'm in the flow of things, you know, it, it still goes wrong. Uh, little rust here and there. You won't see it a ton in the game. You're going to see a little things the little things off, but it's not something you would even really notice. It's going to be maybe a little bit on the field touch side of, of stuff, wedge play, but you're not going to see a big, a big difference. These are the stuff. This is the stuff that, you know, we'd split hairs with. Um, yeah, it should be all the same, but it's, it's the behind the scenes stuff. That'll be a little rusty. Maybe be a little more nervous than, than usual on the first tee, I guess, just because we haven't done it in so long. Yeah. I, w- I was going to ask about you being, I mean, you, you having a great year, you're going to get back out on tour and get back to it, you know, get back to work, if you will. 
Is there, I know you have some coaches that you talk to and work with. Is there any conversation about almost like Tiger had to curb his, his celebrations? You know, when, when Butch used to tell him you're getting two up and then it was hard to come back down to level. Is there any level of, of making sure you're not too up for that Thursday? Because I know you're going to be so excited to get back to doing what you were doing because you've been doing it so well in 2020. I don't know. I haven't talked to anybody about that. That's a, that's an interesting point. Um, I would say, uh, I guess the main focus would be to make Monday through Wednesday, the exact same as normal, okay. not obsessed with being out on the golf course. We talked about it on the regripped of Marion, but when I played that first U S open, I wanted to be there all day. And it just was like a complete, you know, it was a, it was a, energy uh sucker like it just I, I had nothing left by the time the tournament started because i'm spending all my energy being out there so just to kind of go back and do the same stuff we normally do if i feel ready to to head home just head home don't feel like you need to bang a ton of balls or whatever um but yeah that'll be an interesting one i doubt i'll be too up to you know or overly hype to play i'm going to be excited to play in general but i don't think i'll it'll it'll be something i need to tone down okay um I was thinking about that the other day for you. Cause I, I know. Yeah, no, I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense. I, I yeah. guess it's not something I would know until I do it. I, I doubt anybody would know, you know, no one's done this that much before. I guess maybe people who have taken a medical and have had a year off or whatever, but yeah, I guess I'll just have to see. I doubt I'm going to feel like that. I think it'll just be the good kind of exciting to like be doing something in like with my life. <laughs> so I had a question from Ken Cotner, which is uh, a little, um, kind of almost what we did said, uh, would you rather go on a solo trip to Scotland Highlands, a solo trip to Bandon, or neither solo? I was just thinking, he said, only with buddies. Who would want to go on a trip alone? I, don't, I would never want to go on a golf trip by myself. I mean, I, I would, I, to me, a, and the entirety of a golf trip is to go with your friends, you know? Yeah, the only person I know who, like, consistently travels by themselves is James, James Harden, so I guess we should... Uh, send that, send that question. There over. it is. Hey, hey and that's yes. a grab. Episode seventeen. Nailed it and nailed it. Nice. No, I'm Absolutely. with you. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know how fun golf would be. I guess Tom Coyne did it, um, but he had a yeah. But he was purpose. he was meeting people and and he was writing a book. Oh, and, so you can't like join. You can't join. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess he's saying you go solo. I mean, I guess you're going to meet up with with humans. And and I mean, I don't, dude. I. <laughs> 90% of golf to me now is playing with people I want to play with. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it is. Like I we talk about it all the time. The golf I'd rather not be the play. best ever. Yeah, you'd rather just play with people you like enjoy. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know, I so uh, let me let me give you an example. I played golf on Saturday in a men's club event in Phoenix and played with three guys I I don't know. I, I played with one of them before and we walk off the ninth hole. I hit it under a bush on 9. And I could hit it, okay? I could go hit it. So I punch it out, and then I get it up and down for par. It's a par five. I'm walking off the green, and one of the guys comes up to me. He goes, hey, uh, you got you get relief from that. <laughs> and I was really? like, oh, that would, cool. Thanks. Thanks. That would have been helpful to know five minutes ago. Yeah, maybe just, you know, maybe just come up and let me know before, <laughs> before I'm in I there. Before I do it. My, before my ass is in a bush <laughs> yeah. hitting the shot out of it because I hit a horrible golf shot. <laughs> you know, and like no friend, that's never going to happen with your buddies unless you're friends with complete a-holes if your friend know it they're gonna come up to you and go hey dude like hey, there's relief yeah. here man you're good and so <laughs> or they I just, just won't tell you ever <laughs> or, or just don't tell me and that's fine too i mean i i'm you know for the better but i just at that moment i was like ah oh, this is kind of why i don't play with random people yes 
<laughs> I think I think you you kind of you nailed it. <laughs> anyway, so that that so I'm gonna always pick. You know, you and I almost went to Bandon. We were we were we were about thinking it. about doing it. It just didn't work out because you have you know this PJ quarantine life. Um, I got a question from Laz Versailles. Mm. Have heard yardage uh, finders, range finders, whatever you want to call them, would help pace a play on tour, and have also heard they're irrelevant at the highest level. Hence the need for yardage books. What's uh, what's the take here? Uh, the take is I don't know anyone. I'm sorry, I don't agree with anyone who says that yardage book or I'm sorry, range finders would not speed up play. Um, I don't see one case where that wouldn't at least help some point throughout the round to speed up play. It, it it's going to be minuscule. It's going to be a few seconds here and there, but it, it will be faster. You still probably you're still going to have yardage books. So it's not. I don't see why you could why you would have to have a range finder and then discard your yardage book. What it would speed up is there's no more pacing off of uh, sprinkler heads. So I'm going to get the pin. I'm going to look at the pin sheet and see that it's 13 on. And I'm going to do the subtraction and say, okay, it's 13 on. So the front edge is whatever. If it's 150, the pins 137 front. So I'm still going to do all those numbers. I still want to know uh, through the yardage book, you know, how far I have, you know, what side of the hole to miss on, how far I have short and long of the pin, but in, you know, also to slopes, but I'm not the, the, the yards finder the range finder helps like that. That's going to speed it up. We don't have to pace it off from, from a sprinkler head where it really, really helps speed it, pace of play wise is being in another fairway. <laughs> yes. And where I don't need to now do the Pythagorean theorem to figure out how far <laughs> I have. Now I know that there are people, the, the, hopefully you know, you're playing with Bryson. If that's yes. The case. <laughs> uh, he actually probably would come over and explain to me how to do it. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I know that the traditionalists in the golf world, will probably say that that's part of the game uh, to like go. And I would agree with that. So that that's where I would kind of fight off range finders, but I think that they should be allowed. Uh, it's not, it's not that big of a difference. It's not going to make anybody's, it's not even going to change the, the, you know, the amount of um, strokes saved. It's just, it's literally just going to speed up play again by the second. It's not a huge deal, but if that's where you're, if, the, if, if that is your take that it's going to make golf like too much, not like golf, and it's still not going to speed it up. It's like that to me is the opposite. It's going to speed it up a little bit and it's not really going to change much. If you're still in the trees, you're still in the trees. You might get the number a little bit better, but you're going to get it faster and it's not going to change much. I mean, I've gone back and, and, and done the number that we had in another fairway and then seen what shot tracer or shot, shot tracker had for me. And it's very close. So it's not like it's this epic difference. Uh, I have a great question for you that I'm I'm ready for you to answer, but I'm it, it it's a little heavy, okay? So right. you're luckily you're sitting down. Uh, Glenn, uh, my friend Glenn Barnes here asked uh, if you were transported 400 years into the past with no clothes or anything else. So you know, I guess you're naked. How would you prove that you were from the future? Whoa. <laughs> um. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a great question. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to answer. Oh my God. That's a great question. I was going to say, I would tell you that Max Homa won the 2019 Wells Fargo championship because no one would believe it. And if I had proof, which I do, cause I'm that person, I think that would stump them, but they wouldn't, that, that wouldn't work. What the heck would you say? I, I just, can I bring a cell phone? <laughs> it says nothing else. I, I mean, it, you know, you couldn't even bring your Wells Fargo trophy. to prove. I it. think this is how maybe people have been doing this and we just write them off as crazy folk. <laughs> just, listen, man. So I guess, I guess if you didn't know, if you didn't know what, 
what had happened. <laughs> I like. I don't, try, I don't know how to do I this. Like I don't know. I like, I'm trying to work my brain in here. <laughs> if you didn't know anything about the year and like exact timeline, it would be impossible. I am currently Wikipedia in the year 1621. So if I could go in with a little knowledge, I would say, hey, next year, then I have to wait a whole year. I'll give them a fact. But next year, next year, again, like you said, it's like, you know, some guy comes, Jerry comes up to you and goes, what are you telling me? You're from 400 years in the future. And you go, yeah, well, next year, this is going to happen. And they have to wait a year. Yeah. And then, then it wouldn't prove it on the spot. Man, like I'm sure they thought Nostradamus was complete batshit, right? I I got it. I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured Let's it out. Hear it. I'll put. I'll, I'll tell everybody that in the future, uh, golf balls will be made with a, a soft core and not feathers. I'm gonna invent a tee with wood, through wood, and I'm gonna just go full golfer. I'm gonna play golf without a suit on, and okay. I'm gonna make golf clubs that aren't wooden. And I'll be like, look at how much better this is. And wait, they're gonna wait, be like, the ball goes too far. <laughs> Max, 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> Max, you're I'm gonna get you're, kicked out of all the clubs. You're doing you're doing all this you're doing all this stuff. You're still you. You're gonna go make a golf club. Well, I can make the I can I can I can I can do the tea. I'll make the tea. I'll outsource the club. <laughs> <laughs> I'll outsource. I'll get Wilson. I think Wilson was around back then. I'll get Wilson to make the club. I'll make a bunch in of money. Sixteen hundred was know. Wilson around in sixteen hundred? I don't know. Uh, I, I like, I think I like it. I like how you, you know, my Do you have a plan of, all, of this? I don't no, have any I idea. Nothing. One of my favorite things is the idea that you come out in a polo one day and they go, oh, this guy's going to sharp. I got a question from David Driscoll. This was my favorite question of the week. James brother. Uh, nope. Maybe doesn't look like it. Uh, I would hope not. Cause if so, he should just ask uh, James this question. I'm thinking James will give him the exact same answer. He asked how much has Hovland worked on his chipping the last two months? <laughs> you know what can i swear on this can i swear on this i don't fucking know (laughs) i got no idea man probably a lot maybe a little (laughs) that's my favorite question ever (laughs) uh he also follow up how many months until he's world number one again i don't know probably pretty quick he's really really you know good what? if he's been chipping, we, practice chipping a lot yeah pretty quick if we knew somebody from like 400 months in front of the future <laughs> yeah. they'd be able to tell us that maybe that's how they'd explain that's it prove say hovland gets number one in the world in like 2024 you're like you know what i got you that's that's what i that's the information i need to know. that oh, is fantastic that is, my, that is easily my favorite question that is easily my favorite question oh oh <laughs> Um, I mean, I have a couple more, but I mean, God, I don't know I'm if I can out. get anything I'm better than that. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to 
stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. ask you this last one since you and i have famously i just wonder sometimes oh, so famous i sometimes wonder if people that follow i mean i know the answer the answer is not everybody but people that follow us on social and reply to these questions definitely don't listen to the podcast the question is from jason can you guys give us your two or three best quick warm-ups for those times you show up 15 minutes before your tea time first literally every round of max and i yeah, play every we round. show up that's we show we up less than 15 minutes before and one of my quick warm-ups is you just walk your ass to the first seat. yeah and just pray i'm a pray i'm a big <laughs> pray as i walk guy um i've been doing the thing where i've been practicing really early in the morning and then coming out so i can show up 15 minutes before oh, to feel already to seem like i'm not but i am super warm uh the general is if you have if you're limber enough you got to jump straight to like a seven iron so you can go, you can go like six, seven irons, three drivers, and move on. Um, the thing for us is we live where it's so hot that that's easy. Whereas if I was living in, in a colder climate, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get to driver that fast without kind of hurting myself. But um, that's that's how I do it. Yeah, friend of the show, Christina Kim, when she warms up on the range, she she hits drivers first. Which Jeez, I always, I couldn't do that. I always thought that was kind of it. It does kind of make sense though, Max. I mean. When you played baseball, you put the donut on the bat to warm up. So you made the bat, in theory, heavier so that when you swung it in, in an actual, you know, in, when you're in the box, it's lighter. So I guess if you're swinging the driver first, then everything else feels a little easier. But I if would- you hit a foul ball in baseball, are you out or do you get another try? <laughs> Because golf, I better not, not be hitting that. That driver could feel as light as could be. I'm but if I hit it out of bounds, I'm I'm laying I'm laying too quick. Hey, listen, this this is your this okay. We had Miguel on hell the warm up. We had <laughs> Steph Curry the threes. What if your new thing is you get to the range 
and you just have like three drivers you swing to warm up with you you know you grip all three and that'll be your that'll there be how you blow up on social this. it was like a it was like an iron cover looking thing weighted for yeah. an iron and i used to put it on my five iron and swing it when i was young and when i took it off i could swing the thing so freaking fast <laughs> however it didn't help because it just it went forever the wrong direction <laughs> but in baseball you're just trying to hit as far as you can i know you're, you're, you're exactly right all right last question then we'll get out of here um, I got one, Michael Bynum. This is a, a good question. Andrew's, and I, I, Andrew's brother. Yeah, Andrew's brother, uh, my Andrew Bynum's <laughs> brother. I mean, this podcast, let me just say, for about 55 minutes, <laughs> I felt like right on. really <laughs> on the rails. Uh, Michael said, coming to Phoenix next weekend, and then he listed all the places he was playing. Uh, in, in, in parentheses, why, <laughs> in parentheses, why he's not playing the other ones. So, so just, just oh, for example, okay. for example, uh, talking sticks South in parentheses played the North before. Okay. Played TPC champions in parentheses stadium too expensive. Um, any insight or tips besides don't hit it in the desert, um, for our buddy, Mike. dude, that uh, dang, he beat me dude. That's all I got. That's why Arizona golf, as much as I love living out here, it's just, yeah, that's, that's golf out in the desert. The, the golf courses are set up to, um, you know, it, it's it's going to be no fun if you're not driving it straight, and it, and it will be if, if you are. The second shots are never particularly difficult. Um, it's quite easy to chip around here because the grass is kind of like carpet. So it really is get the ball between between the rocks. Um, unfortunately, he already like ha- kind of has that uh, knowledge, so I, I can't really help a lot there. Wow, <laughs> just that's that's a PGA Tour winner, Max. I mean, but, <laughs> all right, leave it leave it below the hole. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Like that would be my next step. I've never seen his game, so I guess that don't hit too. Don't make too bad in decisions in a row. <laughs> uh, bring a lob wedge with you when you do go into the desert Ooh, because that helps club. you kill snakes. No, no, no. Oh, bring no, a desert club. Snakes. Oh, bring a desert club. There you go. Good. good there you good. go. Bring find an old club in your garage. Bring sunscreen. <laughs> like sunscreen. Drink a lot of water. It's hot. And I will actually. This is serious. To you, Michael, it is about to be snake season because the weather's getting hot and they all come out. So if you now I have lived out here for a long time. I have seen two snakes on golf courses and I play oh, a lot really? of golf. I've seen two this year. Remember when we were playing Silverleaf and that guy came around and said there was oh the my rattlesnake in, in a tree? In the tree? It's my biggest nightmare. Man, I hate snakes. You, he goes, there, he goes, hey, there's a tr- there's a snake hanging in the tree off what, 15? Yeah, 15. We're like, we're going to play the up tee. We're playing I'm one tee up. Anywhere near that tree. <laughs> uh, but but if you hit it in the desert, you know, give it a give it kind of the golf cart scan. You know, do I see a ball or not? If you do feel like you need to go in there and get a golf ball, if it's that important to you. Bring a club. I would make sure to bring a golf club. Bring because, a club and bring some courage. Listen, I, I'm going to put rattlesnakes by it in, in the top 20 things you don't have happen on a golf course. It's in my top one. Number one. Though I hate snakes. It scares the life out of me. So if you hit a foul ball at Silverleaf, how far in the desert are you going to look for it? No feet? I would say zero feet. <laughs> no feet. No feet into it. Uh, it depends how many down or up I am and how much I need it. If I'm okay. up three, I ain't going in there. If I'm down three, I probably got to chase. A is the bit. threshold is the threshold like $500 bet? Would that would that put you in the desert or no? Oh, yeah, I'd get in there. I, I'm more about winning, so the money doesn't matter. I just don't want to. If I'm down too much, then I'm, I'm out because then, then it just doesn't matter. But if I'm in the match, I, I don't. I get the enough courage to get in there and fight off a whole 
I don't know, pack of snakes. What are they? What are they? Bundle sure. Of snakes? I, mean, I, don't, sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't do snake research. I hate them. So I, I'll get in there and fight them off, uh, to, to win, but nest. Man, I think it's, a I'm nest just going to hit it snakes. straighter. A nest of snakes, man. It sounds so cute. Cause there's birds nests that are nice. Oh, I no, Thank you. I, I had my foot, you know, that yeah, you're not supposed to hang your foot out of the card. It's like a big, no, oh, I do no, it. And I do it anyway. Cause I'm an day, idiot. Yeah. Um, I was doing that at true North one time on 18 and I'm going and I turn right. And there was this huge rattlesnake okay. right in the top grass where, uh, where my foot was kind of hanging out and uh oh, thank you I, yeah so there you go that's no, uh, thank you that's uh you're welcome get a grip rattlesnake edition with max <laughs> Homa and shane bacon uh last thing and i said this earlier i'm just gonna say it again i think of all the things i took away from the charity event at seminole a well the one of the things is they did a great job and raised a whole bunch of money matt wolf seems like a great young man great and i'm kid. excited to watch uh watch him continue on in the pga tour and I'm it sure looks like he's been working on his chipping been at least at least for weeks uh we have the regrip series max mentioned it earlier we we're winding down at least this iteration of it we might bring it back in the winter who knows when there's no golf on uh we just did the 2013 u.s open justin rose the guy that won the u.s open came on with us as did buddy marucci who is a living legend you actually saw buddy marucci's name over three times if you watched the entirety of that event at seminal because his name's on the board a lot for winning that pro member max played in the U- in that u.s open as well at marion so if you didn't catch that live, you can go on our YouTube page. I believe it's youtube.com slash get a uh, regripped. So it's just regripped one word. I don't know how that wasn't already taken in YouTube uh, lore, but that's the URL and all of those regrip series we've done live there. But Justin Rose was great. Gave us a lot of insight into it. Told us about the prep he put in and all of it. So it was, I would say it's my favorite one we've done. Was, is that fair to say? It was really good. It got a lot of great, um, um, feedback so that was nice and then this saturday last one max we are doing the 2013 walker cup at national why are we doing that of america i don't know some guy handsome guy nice beard great choice in logos uh played in it (laughs) no big deal maybe set a record that's never been even sniffed since then wow uh america just dominated just flashbacks of the both world wars just absolutely dominant country <laughs> um but no it's gonna be good uh great players in it matt fitzpatrick um was there uh justin thomas played patrick rogers played a bunch of studs it was very very cool uh best memory i've had in golf people might think i'm crazy but you can play a team event man it's something something so much more special than than just a regular golf tournament uh so yeah we're gonna, gonna do that one on saturday it's gonna be a lot of fun i've never rewatched it so i'm, I'm really looking forward to it uh, yeah, uh, 3 p.m. EDT, uh, Eastern Time, for those that don't know what the D stands for. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain neither of us still do, so that's great. Um, that'll be our last one, and we just basically rewatch uh, events live, and we'll we'll talk talk a lot about it, and we'll maybe see if we can get a, a guest. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll lean on a famous person and see if they'll come on again. But uh, uh, that's... So President Bush was there. I'll try to call him. Do you... <laughs> And you, and unfortunately, my only request for this one was that Max wear his Walker Cup garb during the rebroadcast, and unfortunately, uh, it got it got it got stolen. It got stolen. So, it's, uh, sorry hot commodity. Sorry to end the, sorry to end the podcast on such a <laughs> downer. Uh, anything else, Max? Anything you got? Uh, anything no. you want to plug or doing or no man playing in or how's the game? Game's good. Sure. Getting there, yeah, feeling really good. good with the practice. Sure, been working on my chipping a bunch, so it's good. Good, you and Victor, one and two in the world, coming <laughs> soon. Just wait, just wait. Somebody's gonna kind of gonna predict that coming in the years to come. Uh, 
we are what three weeks away is that fair three, three weeks, weeks three weeks till the tour returns i uh, appreciate you guys listening rate and review the pod anywhere you listen to it uh big thanks to iheart for you know running 17 of these bad boys max enjoyed it next week enjoyed it run from snakes and wash your hands <laughs> Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 